welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Wet Willie. <laughs> My name is Sabrina. just want to do some dumb shit. That's why I was like, why is it a delete reaction? Because you thought about it and you still decided to do it. No, <laughs> I really didn't think about it. I was drinking and I was like, my tongue is wet now. Yeah, come on. It's getting worse. Have anyone ever gave you a wet willy? I don't want to talk about it. I have had a wet willy. Stinking ass breath. Um, And I really thought I was going to fight. It was my cousin. And I just remember swinging. Like, why would you fucking stick your spitty ass finger the in my The person ear? who did it to me, I called him a bad word. I didn't even say it. <laughs> How old were you? I was like in middle school. Yeah, damn. I'm scared of what word it is. Child. Oh. Let's leave it at that. Oh, I need my sweater. When Eric come back in here. Oh, here we go. Eric, can you pass me my sweater? Here we go. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show. She's like, you know, I actually got a shit down the road on it. No, no, I never. Eric, can you do me a favor? Can you go to the bathroom and shit for me? Thank you. <laughs> I would never. Thank you. Thanks, Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Do you hear? So, no, somebody ever called me Big Papa, I would beat the fuck up. <laughs> I don't love it. If I feel like if you call me Big Papa, my stomach poke out my shirt like Winnie the Pooh. And that I can't stand Heavy for. set. <laughs> Again, heavy set. How was your week? Um, It was cool. I was off Sunday. I was supposed to do a bunch of stuff, but I did none of it. Didn't even know you were off Sunday. Before <laughs> you were at work. For real? <laughs> yeah. I thought I told you I was off. I feel like because I wasn't on social media. I thought I can tell. <laughs> I could tell what you're doing based on your social media activity, and the, I That's was disconnected. That's true. If, if my tweets be like a fucking customer said, you're like, you know what I hate? Fucking white people. <laughs> you like fucking white women who definitely at work when I because yeah. I there's no white people in my house. <laughs> <laughs> when you off, you like you know what show is good. <laughs> you like oh I really like this movie. The makeup was fantastic, <laughs> phenomenal. That's really. Or you like my dog stay bullying me when you're home. <laughs> When you're at work, you're like, this fucking mall food sucks. <laughs> Chipotle again. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Please. Please. That's so true. Okay. <laughs> That's really true. It's okay. <laughs> That's how you know where I'm at. Because I never think about work when I'm at home. As you fucking shouldn't. Um, yeah, my week was also great. Um, oh, what? I started, I don't know. You know, I love when I fall into YouTube wormholes, and I fell into a YouTube wormhole, and I started watching Dr. Oz stuff, and I got some tea on um, Johnny Cake Plus 8, um, that whole situation. Wow. I also watched a video on, I forgot her name, Lark, from, um, I forgot her first name, the one, the black girl that was on Saved by the Bell, the black woman oh, yeah. that was on Saved by the Bell. Um, yeah, so I fell into a Dr. Oz um, wormhole, and I started watching Dr. Oz stuff That's, on YouTube. Uh, interesting. Didn't even know it. But, um. Just keep it focused. That's it, my shit. Uh, but for me, my week was good. I took a social media hiatus for just a few days because I was getting irritated. <laughs> hearing everybody else's thoughts. Like, I didn't even fucking ask to hear what y'all got to say. I am not Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I am a Latin. Not just, obviously, not listeners, but it's just, like, I have been having, uh, like, it's something I've read online. It's, like, when you feel like you live in life outside of your own body, 
Um, and you kind of are watching yourself from like a user's experience. That's and very, how the fuck did you find that article? I just Google exactly how I felt, and people were saying that they felt the same way because I'm like, there's so many people in the world where if you have a feeling that you've never felt before and it feels so weird that it scares you, Google it because chances are somebody else has felt it That's in the true. world. I think also it's kind of scary because like at this point, so I have gone through different phases in each so- social media, like. On Tumblr, like, they got me. I felt guilty so easily with stuff. Now, I don't give a fuck. Like, catch me. Like, I don't, yeah, like, I don't feel I guilty. Don't, I definitely don't give a fuck. I don't and feel guilty. I just head, don't want to hear people's thoughts all the time because to true. know that people are this seriously, this stupid, I just can't believe they exist. And, and because I, I don't understand people. why they, but it's like, even if I block them, they still exist. That's true. You know what and I mean? that's the thought, and you thinking about it. Like, it, what the they, fuck? It, it has already pen- infiltrated my mind. It's penetrated, like, my reality now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, I can't believe you exist. So now I will have to wonder, what did you lack? To, to even be this stupid also, I or feel to be like, this ignorant. I feel like also with you working in education oh, yep. and stuff like that, it has spiked it. It spiked like, it because and now... And you're scared that these people will turn into those people. Oh, my God, yes. And it scares me because now I respect that every dumb thing people say, it starts with either neglect mm-hmm. or harm. That's so it's like I'm in this position where I feel like I have to understand everybody, mm-hmm. but I don't understand them. So now I'm trying to picture their life and what they have went through. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just adjusting left and right for all these people. And I'm just like, okay, but now who am I? Like, And nobody's adjusting for me. And it's like, what is right? What's wrong? Like, who do we forgive? Who don't we forgive when a lot of people couldn't even help it? I know I'm going to get through it it's just like i think like you said because of my job and working with young people it's kind of opened up this new part in my brain and my heart where i do feel like i have to understand everyone's behavior but it also is very mentally taxing to just do it all the time especially on places like twitter instagram i'm just like i instagram doesn't really bother me that much because i'm not really on there often but twitter it's just like as much as i could just be my own world talking to my friends and some dumb shit that just it just will pop up and then i gotta it's in my conscious like you can't you can't just i can mute them i can block them i can't get rid of the fact that they've already infiltrated so i was like i just was like i'll take a break like i don't have to be on here i really don't but um i did decide to go back on for like obviously black girl brunch and i did miss like connecting with the people that i like but i'm like i could just fucking leave whenever i feel like it from this point on i don't have to stay here or log on i don't have to deactivate just don't have to be on and I had a great weekend because I decided to actually do regular things like a normal human, like watch TV without my phone in my hand. Like, oh, have a conversation without my phone in my hand. Oh, uh, just not talk to some, not post things in order to get reaction from one fucking person. So it's just like really, really, uh, it was healthy for me to take the step back. Um, But yeah, that was it. And I feel better just even talking about why I did what I did because it was, like, so much clarity. But I do keep getting this, like, feeling, and it scares me of just, like, not being myself. It's like who – because, again, I think I've consumed so many people's thoughts that my thoughts have kind of taken a back seat. So every time I think something, I'm like, wait, is that – that's me? Is that my thought? Is that my thought? Like, that's too much. Yeah. Brains just aren't meant to take on so many people's perspectives. Like, they really aren't. Um, And also when people are so stuck in their truth. Yeah, like, and I kind of wish I was stuck in my truth a little bit more. Because that's that's what when I used to be like heavy on Tumblr, that's the stuff that used to freak me out a lot. And like, because I felt like that when I was on Tumblr, and I feel like 
since I have realized how to combat that, that I feel like, okay, like I feel like, because like you never really like really a social media person. It's not, like it's her. about social media though. It's you know? people's thoughts. It's, yeah. and it's people's thoughts and also like, okay, so when we do luxury retail, we're working with people who make a lot, a lot of money. Because that's the, right? oh my gosh, speaking of luxury retail, when I used to work at Northlop, I like, <laughs> I was like so obsessed with. I'm like, oh, like I say, let this check. I can get this designer shoe. I can get this, this, and third, blah, blah, blah. I can get this designer. I was so obsessed with like getting this and this and like being on the real, real and like mm-hmm. looking at like designer stuff and waiting for it to go on sale and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And then when I left there, I didn't care. Like I did not care. Yeah, but for me, it's just like look at the people who shop at Nordstrom. Okay, their reality is, some a uh, uh, eighty five dollar moisturizer is actually quite affordable, right? But then I can have another pr- customer come in the store and they go, I can't afford fifty dollars or thirty dollars for a moisturizer. I just mm. can't afford that. Yeah. So then I'm taxed to see how is life just one way for one person and another way for another person. Like, and it's constantly seeing these different scales. And like, I feel like people, these people aren't aware of what else is happening. They just are fixing their reality. But I'm constantly being put in a situation where I see that, oh, for some people, they literally cannot get bus fare to, they really don't have no food. They really don't have no home. They really don't have no support. They really have, you know, drug addictions and all these things because of all these fucking things like they couldn't even control, put in there how is that fair like they are a person they are me essentially and like i'm like i just feel so broken down because of that sometimes i'm like because what if that was me so i don't know i'm going down a whole rabbit hole but i just i think it's a it's a bad thing uh to be too empathetic because like now i'm just like i take on how everybody feels yeah i think i'm just emotionally sensitive i don't know but um, let's get into this phase four because we're going into a whole common senses type thing to start the show off this is so fun. It is fun. March is Women's Month. Women's Month. I'm sorry. I said Women's. It's Women's Month. Um, so we're gonna try to keep our faith for Women's. I themed. like Women's. Okay, it's for the Women's. All right. So this week we're t- we we created our four uh a superhero quad quadrant of four of four black women that we just think would really fucking just kill it. So who is your your superhero suicide squad, black girl style? Sorry, the notes just jumped. Okay. So for me, I'm gonna start at the bottom. So I would like Megan the Stallion mm. and I picture her with like some kind of magical lasso and then she wraps it around That's so cool. The, uh like the villains and they like combust. And she absolutely has like to that. do a Rakishi move where she sits on them. Exactly. Well, how about you? Exactly. Um, and then, uh, excuse me, whoa, um, Rico Nasty, um, she has a power, her voice is so loud yes. that it has the power to, like, break glass wow. and, like, make people's, like, ears bleed or just, like, make them, again, like, explode, um, and then Ducky Thought. Oh, my gosh. Um, I picture her to have, like, this cool like invisibility power where she just like appears it probably like um invisibility and like um teleporting i guess like she would disappear and then pop up somewhere else and mm-hmm. like people would like not like we see her but nobody else can like see her um then last but not least rihanna i have her 
having like mind control because she had a big forehead. Isn't so insane? She can you put Rihanna too? She's on my list for something quite somewhat serious, but I had a feeling that we both had the same. We could envision Rihanna's superhero, so I had a I got a substitute. Okay, and I'll let you know who, <laughs> who I, it is. I picture her like doing mind control and like also like reading people's minds or like manipulating their thoughts, yep. like how um. Like rumor on the um, Umbrella Academy. Yes, that's exactly what I. The fuck. <laughs> that's exactly what I. Okay, is that four? So Megan Thee Rico Nasty, Ducky Thought, and Rihanna. Yeah, that's a badass superhero gang. Um, so for the first one, all right, I had it as Rihanna, but I had Willow Smith as the substitute. Oh, that's such okay. a good one. Willow Smith is such a good one. Because I had, like, I like the, if you look into their eyes, they can make you do things. So because, so like, uh, Rihanna has those, like, beautiful, super mysterious eyes, yeah. I was like, yeah, but I'm also Willow Smith. That is such a same, good one. Same vibe. So it was like, it's like control with the eyes, but you have to look them in the eyes. So they wear shades all the time Ooh. until, like, the um girl from X-Men. Mm-hmm. They wear shades until they're ready to do it because they know that they can accidentally just make people. Is that, know. no, that's not Cyclops. I, I forget her name, but I remember, like, she take them off. She'll, like, kill the shit out of somebody. <laughs> um, next, Zendaya, and she's really fat. You know what's crazy? I was going to put Zendaya on my list. <laughs> Zendaya got, like, fiery energy to me, and I'm just like, yo, I picture her, like, literally, like, a, like the uh, the human torch, like, super fast, catches on fire, sh- sh- puts shit on fire, and she's just, like, super, super charismatic and, like, fun. Next, I have SZA, and she can control, gonna, like, the earth put her and animals. SZA controls the earth and the animals. She be having fucking branches and shit wrapping around niggas' ankles, <laughs> making them fall. Uh, she be getting the deers on, on niggas' asses that they Like wrong. that girl from Sky High. Yeah, and like I really picture her doing some stuff. Like if you make her really emotional, it'll start like raining. But like you have to really be careful because she is very sensitive. So it's just like your best interest to kind of keep her happy. What movie was... Oh, no, that's Umbrella Academy. Yeah, um, again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Umbrella Academy um, inspo going on. And finally, Blue Ivy as the Raven. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good one. Want to know why? Because you know how Charlie, you know, Charlie's Angels, where Charlie is the one who kind of keeps the angels together. Uh Blue Ivy will be Charlie in this situation or the Raven. This this know-all where everyone thinks she's a child, but she's really like 3,000 years old. (laughs) And she knows everything. Because guess what? That's based on the real life. She does know everything. So I, I picture her just as someone who kind of, oh. she like sits, she stays in this palace or whatever. And that's where, that's like the home base for everybody. But she's the one like, ladies, our next mission requires us to <laughs> like definitely like the totally spies, head honcho, but with years of experience. True. Like she's been in the field already. She's just kind of retired, doing her thing, living her life, drinking her tea. So that, yeah, it's, this is so exciting. Um, Again, just no one take our ideas. Uh, Just don't. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> this could be a potential, like, script that we're going to start. True. And that's just, you know. But also we have proof. Somebody we have proof that we said it today on March 3rd, 2020. All right, so let's it's time to get into this toast for us, sis. All right, so the first person we're going to toast for today is actually let's make them the last people we toast for. First, we're going to toast to Just Living Baby because she has been working her ass off. Mm-hmm. And she has been uh, trying to get healthy um, and lose weight. And she looks amazing. She has made, like, such 
like huge strides. Like she said, she lost two dress sizes, and that's just it's just losing weight is hard. Okay, yes. especially take, when you're bigger. Especially when you're bigger, and it takes longer to see the results. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really just be going based on your thoughts, and also everything is more challenging. Stuff that you see other people doing at the gym, so like effortlessly it's a challenge for and you. i'm so happy because like i remember she was interested in before because i remember she was like asking somebody like how did they do it or whatever but then she just didn't go through with it yeah and i was and she like started i think and then she like stopped but now she like is sticking to it and that's like such a so great to see it is really really great to see and i'm just like i'm inspired by her like i'm totally watching um first i mean next we want to give a shout out to our friend of the show and just friend in general um, machete um yes! machete has taken the next step and has gotten her face remade over she has been joking on twitter for months saying that she's gonna get her shit clapped okay <laughs> and it's just like oh my gosh she looks amazing the confidence is amazing and yes. on her um instagram story she's taking us on a full journey of what it was like from the first time she got her procedure to now. And it's just, I I get so happy when I just see my friends being happy and being and coming into their true selves. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, with all the shit that goes on in the world, like, these are just the moments where I just get so happy. Yes, and also, like, I love when people are just, like, so open about stuff and, like, take us on a journey. Also, like, she had a fucking big-ass party to celebrate. That's so legendary. And it was so many people. Because I was looking at that story like, damn, if I had a party, like, I don't know if that many people would show up. You always say that, Sabrina. You're one of the most fucking popular people I know. That is insane (laughs) to me. I don't know why you... It actually kind of annoys me. Every time since we've been in high school, you're like, I don't know if people will show up to my party. I'm like, you know a lot of people. Scares me. And people, I think her was, shit was jumping. Did you yeah, see her shit was. If her shit was jumping, I ain't saying that it wasn't <laughs> jumping. I would have wanted to be at the party. Period. But your shit would be jumping too. Too bad I never went to a party. Oh wow! But yeah, anyway, follow <laughs> our girl Machete Music. She looks amazing, and I'm excited to see like what's going to like come music wise from this like just this new confidence, this new presence. I'm just in love. Like I'm absolutely in love. Um, finally, this is actually wretched. We would like to give a shout out to Sky <laughs> Jackson and her mother for fucking tag teaming Bad Baby and her fucking mom. It was just, I don't know, it was pretty funny to see. Um, it was absolute trash, but it was it was just hilarious. Also, I love the fact that Sky Jackson pulled a white woman uh, move and filed a restraining order. I mean, yeah, she did. She said she's going to kill her. Yeah. So and she was like, scared for her life. I love it. I I really am doing. I feel uncomfortable. I remember when like my first um I to say my first friend taught me about that tactic on white people. Like, I'm sorry, you're making me feel uncomfortable. And I was. So I remember you told me that, and I and I use that too. I use it at work. It was so powerful. Like I remember, like I used to work in his museum, and like these fucking entitled as usually white people i'm sorry every time white people would just talk to me like i was shit and i would get so infuriated like to the point where i would be kind of going back and forth with people like okay well listen um you don't have to talk to me like that i would and i still will tell you that if you get too crazy but the thing is this one like guy i was working with was like literally it's going to be so condescending but be like hi i'm sorry i would like to help you but the way you're talking to me right now kind of scares me if you don't <laughs> low, like lower your voice i will call security and like the first time i did that and i was like hi i'm sorry i'm actually feeling really uncomfortable like the fucking power the power that that has the substance that, that like yeah it's a lot 
it really that one. That's my favorite one. It's a good join. Like I'm so so. It's just out of my hands. Like, I want to help you, but you're scaring me. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to help you, but I, you're you're frightening me. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Ugh. Because it's it. like you know what? I hope you feel like the monster that you are. Right now. <laughs> and she did that, and that girl needs to be like like I like. I mean, honestly. I would be lying if I said I felt bad because I personally did not create bad baby. Like, I (laughs) listened to her music and yeah, I went to her concert, but like... As a joke almost. Yeah, but like, apparently in this day and age, you can't joke because like, it wasn't like, back in the day, you could like joke, do stuff like joke and then like, it's like, you know, it's done. Like, never again. But now... You feed into the joke, niggas is fucking billionaires. They go crazy. They go crazy. And they don't understand that we like them because they're a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. They put that respect on my name. I'm I'm like, you sound like fucking Doodle Bob. And I don't like You literally are on the map for beating the shit out your mom. And now she here trying to talk. It's like, you guys, I hate to say it, are niggers. (laughs) And like, the. No, no. It's really weird. But it is scary, though, that you can pipe somebody up, like, as a joke, and then they start flexing. Like, remember Dirt Nasty, obviously? Yeah. Simon Rex. He was, like, a a fake, like, you know, kind of, like, um, comedy rapper, but his shit. Me and Sabria used to always sing it or like rap it and thought it was really funny. Yeah. But thing is, he ain't never he ain't get like on and start trying to fucking flex on people. No. He just kind of accepted. He fa- knew he was a joke. He was having fun, making music videos, making his money. Riff raff, the same. What I don't know actually about riff raff. I'm kind of scared, afraid to mention that. But yeah. let's stick to dirt nasty. Like dirt nasty. <laughs> So, like you know what I mean? They rap fake. Bad baby really out here trying to get her uh her face like printed she- alongside like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> it's like bitch, no. Sorry. I'm little girl no. She is a child. I did not mean to call her that. But it's just like you really, really, you know, that's not that's not who you just are. Just have like even with me, like with the music that I wanna do, it's all fun. I do not wanna be <laughs> It is a good time. I do not want to be on Billboard. I don't want no fucking Grammy. I, you know, don't even know if I want to shoot any more music videos. It's quite funny because I picture you at the Grammys uncomfortable. You're like, I didn't act. Like, it didn't mean That's I didn't mean how for I would it to be. go that I'd be far. like, y'all need to stop this. Yeah, stop I picture it. you on the stage. You, um, listen, Academy's trying to be the fuck smart. <laughs> I would be on the stage like she says thank you. She means thank you. That's it. No, that shit would stress me the fuck you out. You be grabbing the mic. You be like, there are plenty of other artists <laughs> who deserve it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's how I would be like, I just like to have a good time. Don't want to take it too far. Yeah. But these niggas be taking it far. I mean, we're going to talk later on about that, about like artists and like stuff like that. But bad John. Um, definitely a bad Big bad John. And the three little pigs. Uh, <laughs> but um, yes, we should. Oh, I wish we could have like a. A segment called Bad John. <laughs> I guess Bad John and the Sunken Place are the same thing. <laughs> Period. Bad John, a.k.a. the Sunken Place. <laughs> All right, so let's get into tea time. So we saw that Candyman preview. Um, and all I have to say is everyone was very attractive. Like, yeah. everyone to the point where I'm just like, you know. Roller coaster. I say this is in life. That's the guy, the um, the one who I said was a sex symbol. I, yeah, I there, you yeah. did. You did say that. But I just. But he's somebody like, I'm, never mind. No, bro. Cause I was about to you say, already said what, Willie? I was about to say I could just picture me running my tongue right across his cheeks. His which one? <laughs> I'll let y'all decipher that. <laughs> and already, I picture you on your knees. 
Absolutely. <laughs> but I picture you with a fork and knife and a fucking, you know, that white thing around your, uh, like. The bib? The, the, yeah, I said that white thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dumb. Uh-huh, napkin around. <laughs> but I picture you like, dinner, dinner. <laughs> and, I yeah. leave, and I don't know why I'm there, <laughs> but the I would is, run away. Because the thing is, I, on Watchmen, <laughs> I saw his ass cheeks, and they are just like, just you could just run your tongue across them. Sorry. Outline them. I picture me being in a room and seeing what you have to do, and I'm like, run away, love, love, love. Run away, love. Mary J. Blige be next to me. I'll be running fast and shit. <laughs> Why are you watching that intimate moment? But the thing is, it's not, it won't go further than that. I just want to lick a cheek. Yeah, it don't go. I'm sorry, baby. It don't, it don't <laughs> stop there. <laughs> He was, oh. you ready? Um, but anyway. <laughs> he was like, toot that thing up, mommy. <laughs> you ought to sign up for this. <laughs> However, I am interested. But yeah, every, he's fine as fuck. He is. Um, and yeah, I know he, I don't like I know it. he's sweetie, but, um, <laughs> sweetie, but, um. <laughs> but y'all know I like gay niggas, um. Next question. Oh. <laughs> Child, I am through. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just opened up. So, what? All right. This, this, had, nothing really do, this had nothing to do with talk about. And first of all, I had Donald Trump blocked on Twitter because I am and smart. You're, and you're, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Fucking at kid. All. I said, I am smart. But one of my mutuals. <laughs> Retweeted something. He tweeted and said, "Why am I crying?" And I just looked at the tweet. This nigga said, "Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, yo. This is a, no seriously. We need to. He said, "Other than Minnie Mike was the loser of the <sighs> night. She didn't even come close to winning her home state in Massachusetts. Well, now that she could just sit back with her husband and have a nice cold beer." I'm sorry. Like, the worst thing about Donald Trump is that I can't believe he fucking talks like this. Like, he is so. He said Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren. And the thing is, and then they gonna fucking fire Ben Moore. That's the same, <laughs> the same tweet. The same fucking tweet. Anyway, nothing but nothing but justice for Ben Moore, um, who is still being hilarious. <laughs> who has to stop because you can't keep a bad bitch down. <laughs> You can't, at the end of the day, you can't keep a bad bitch down. All right? He, he, oh, my God. Yo, I really can't wait to write him when I get home. I'm going to write him on Twitter like, hey, I don't know if you've ever heard of Black Girl Brunch, but please come. Like, you will be probably one of, I can't, like, one of the last white people to ever be on there. But, like, if it's going to be anybody at this point, you share. And, and his his dad, I think, his I think it was his dad is an immigrant. I think he he's like he's white. But he's <laughs> black, <man. laughs> there we go. Hey cousin, <laughs> that's how I feel. That motherfucker is funny. Child. He is funny as hell. <laughs> but anyway, back to Candyman. It looks good. I'm gonna see it regardless. So it don't even matter how it looked because Jordan yeah, Peele true. Did it. And I'm just not gonna discuss it. And yeah, it's not gonna discuss it. But it, I'm like I said, I am nervous about everyone looking so attractive because scary movies are not supposed to to me about be about attraction. It's supposed to be about like raw realness. But the, the style. I think the original Candyman is reprising his role. But Ooh, then, be and then people saying that um, they think that the guy, <laughs> Mr. Sexy, he is the baby that was in Candyman. Oh, that's what people think. Yo, we okay. So let's make sure we watch Candyman again before we go see Candyman, it. Candyman, 
Um, we gotta make sure we watch it again. But um, also, I like that they redid um, Destiny's Child. Say my name. It's a sweet I can't even. But um, <laughs> yes, I would say his name fast as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, uh, we're gonna move on into Megan Thee Stallion. Free her, free Megan Thee Stallion. Yes, she's dealing with some bullshit. It's just like, yo, why do? Come on, why these do these niggas? All these niggas act like Gotham villains, greedy bitches. That's all they are. Like everybody in charge of these record labels, especially a nigga named Carl Crawford. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so Carl Crawford, name. he's the honcho at 1501 Certified Entertainment. That's the uh, label that the, the Stallion signed to when she was just um, 20 years old. And recently, you know, when she signed with Rock Nation on a management tip, because you can, Sabria was just telling me, and Megan was talking about it too, you can have two different, you know, folks. Them, them rich lawyers start being like, hey, yo, sis, you know that at mm-hmm. this point you only getting 40% and they're getting 60% of your profit. This mm-hmm. is a shit deal. So she was like, oh, shit, I didn't know. And she, being Megan Thee Stallion, being sweet, I believe her completely, decided to be like, you know, like, hey, guys, can we renegotiate? And once they she asked to renegotiate, they started making life kind of like hell for her, not allowing her to like um not allowing her to release music. And like she was saying, and like I believe too, it's not because of anything other than the fact that they really just feel um they they mad that she even asked that. You know what I mean? They're just trying to fight against her. And also like they never had to like she had the talent already. Yeah. So it's always. not like they and I'm and I fully I wholeheartedly believe that she writes all of her shit. So it's just like she has the talent and it's like who are you fucking bumfuck niggers um to try to play her like that? Yeah, and like he's sitting up here and she has an organic fan base. And everybody keeps talking about so she signed a contract. Yo, are we really out here judging people? 20 years old, because I'm telling you right now, if you gave me a contract for Black Girl Brunch and said, hey, I can give you a $10,000 advance, I don't understand what's wrong with that. Because I feel like a $10,000 advance is generous because it's 10 fucking thousand more than I have right now. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's hard for me to be in a mindset without being fucked over or knowing anybody who's been in this situation to be like, oh, no, I 50000 Because you just don't know what's reasonable to ask for. And also, for. you'd be desperate as shit. You really be out here struggling. Struggling to make ends meet for yourself and your family, ten thousand dollars, and that's just the advance. That's the first of what you get. You about to get a lot. I always be like, yo, I can get on and handle this shit later if it really comes down to it. Exactly. But at the end of the day, like as much as I hate th- these moves, she had to make that move to get where she is now. The bottom mm-hmm. line is renegotiate her contract. Why is it that Rock Nation of people are now saying that this isn't fair? If it is, it's not like Megan herself pointed it out. It's the lawyers. Mm-hmm. The good news is she did get a restraint order that was granted, and that will stop them from being able to talk trash about her on social media, which yeah, I don't think it sees. It, that's fucking weird as shit. Like, you big-ass, grown-ass, sweaty-ass men. Meatball-headed-ass nigga. Fucking tweeting and t- um, Instagram and talking about her talking about something if you cross me blah, blah, blah. what the fuck are you talking about cross me taking what's, what I deserve and also or like, asking you for what I deserve 
I really feel like we all just need to protect Megan Thee Stallion. Also, who the fuck is 1501? Never heard of him. Until Megan. Because she I said, I got 1501. that on a chain around my, my neck, neck and that was lit. Yes, and that just really fucking annoys me because I feel like men like this really like the... Just the way they talk, they like to push their weight on women, young women. And I really think that... I don't know if they think that she not protected out here, like... But, you know, sis has gone through a rough year, and y'all sitting up here out here trying to bully her, pretty much. I just did not like that. But what I am happy she has on her side is Jay-Z. Also, he's an ex-baseball player. Really? That's what they say. Fucking loser. Yeah, but he, he said that right. nothing that Megan and Stallion said was true. And that's I, crazy. The judge disagreed because they granted their restraint order. And I'm sorry, you can't get... It's really hard to get a restraint order. Ask any victim of domestic violence how hard it was for them to get something like that. It's really difficult to get it without some type of proof. So, therefore... Damn, that's crazy. When you Google 1501, all what come up is um what's oh, happening. Yeah, because that's all we know about it. And I think exactly. that's why he's mad. And now you are ruined. You're tarnished. Trash ass nigga. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on into the Trina Love and Hip Hop Miami <laughs> fight because that was that was just great entertainment. Like I'm and not gonna so, lie. I miss reality TV shows where people could fight. When people was getting it, first of all Sorry, that sounds terrible. I don't know like exactly all happened. But I was watching I was like I was um watching it today and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I just know on Love and Hip Hop that um I feel like they don't respect. They be not respecting Trina. No, and she all. should be respected because to me, she's the queen. She's a fucking queen. Like she, she definitely the, the queen amongst them bitches, but she the exactly. queen in general. But she them? is the fucking one. So I know Oof. a lot of people on there are like disrespecting her and like, um, I guess getting mad because like she not putting them on and stuff like that. So this girl, I've never seen her, but like she like yelling at Trina. Going crazy, like and Trina, like being cool, like being like, like you know, lower your voice so we yeah, can actually have a conversation. Yeah, and the girl like um hit the camera with her fucking jean jacket and like just walling the fuck out. And then I know Suki Hana is on Love and Hip Hop. That's why I need to watch it. Suki Hana, one of the biggest Trina fans there is, and uh, these other girls, they see this girl getting bucked with Trina, and they just all start getting up. And they all start like about the first of all beat I beat that hoe ass. <laughs> Pussy at hoe. Pussy at hoe. But I fucking hate reality TV show um security. Yes. But you know what I don't like? It's just like, all right. Everybody start getting bucked when security gets in the way. T. I'm just like, come on. Nobody who really wants to fight would do that. Like for me to really want to fight, and I've seen this with like unfortunately with young people I work with. A person who really wants to get their hands on you. You're going to be quiet. They are so quiet because they don't want any, you know what I mean? That's how I was, but then Adana called me. <laughs> well, you really were not quiet. <laughs> I don't well, know I why you thought you I were. I was trying to be sneaky. I was going underneath somebody's leg. Yeah, that was not sneaky. Uh, I had platform on. shoes on. And you screamed right before you I did, did it. Yeah. I don't remember. Sabria, you screeched like... Bitch, get the fuck away from me. I don't remember doing yeah, it. Because when you did it, I think that's when I really started turning up, too. Child, I don't remember. I thought I was and quiet. And, yeah, going through somebody's leg is not exactly quiet because you're an adult. So when you do it, like, people <laughs> notice. <laughs> you being Big a- as shit. <laughs> Yo, just real quick. I was having a t- talk with Jamise. Um, 
Betty Brigade CEO, you know, boss baby, you know, we were having a conversation and I was saying like some things I'm just too big to do. And we just was laughing about that for hours. She's like, no, like you just be big as shit and real sad. You be real big and real sad. And we just thought that was so funny. Like how the fuck you be walking around mopey as shit, but you're an adult. Like that's actually quite sad, but it was funny in a moment. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you a terrible story. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, give Trina the respect that she deserves. Uh, also, like, bring back the good old days, like, with uh, Bad Girls Club, when bitches was allowed to just that's, swing. They was about, like, yeah, that, I was so mad, and it was two of them. Like, I feel like y'all could have, like, love it. They was, like, getting all turned on. You could tell. They was like, oh, fuck. And somebody yeah, flip-flops came off. Oh, was that was really bad. <laughs> Puss out hoe. But yeah, I need to tune in. That reminded me to tune into Love. I just want Trina off that show. Me too. I want Trina off that show because I just don't think that she should be surrounded by those people. They don't. She's she's way too like. like, I know the money is good. And she had talent. I know Keisha Cole was saying like it's like it's kind of like easy money to just be on something like Love and Hip Hop when you in between projects. You know, just kind of keep the moment. But I'm just like not you, Trina. Like you too much. You're a legend out here with these young bitches. Like no, these young bitches is disrespectful. I don't want it. That's how I feel. Um, so Waka Flocka says that he was a whack rapper. <laughs> okay. And it's like, it's good to know. This is what we're talking about with Bad Baby. Like, it's kind of good to know, like, you're not Kendrick Lamar. It's good to know that you aren't Jay-Z, you aren't Kanye West. Shit, you aren't Pusha T. Like, you're not a lyricist. But that don't mean that his music wasn't great. Because mm-hmm. we all know fucking hard in the paint. What's that the other one? Dumb. What's the one with Roscoe Dash? Is that girl? Drop it to the floor. Um, no hands. No hands is a classic. No hands is a classic. Okay, you can play it in any part of this country, um, and it's it's going to it's going to turn the club in, in inside out because it's a good song. But I like that he admitted, like, yo, at the end of the day. I just was talking my real shit. Mm-hmm. People fucked with it. What did he say? He said. He said. I, he said by 2013. Yeah, 13. He said I already made thirty million dollars, and he was like, "What else? What else could I make from rap? Like that's it." So he wanted to get into other stuff, and he was like, "I'm, I'm just, I'm done with it. Like I don't. It's nothing else for me to do." I don't think and like, nothing wrong. That- I feel like a lot of people need to be honest with themselves. That's like going back to the conversation we was having earlier. A lot of people need to be honest with themselves or why because he was like i just wanted to become rich and he was like i guess for him that was the easiest way to become rich is to become a rapper and like i definitely like get that and it's like not that's not necessarily like my goal per se personally but if because i feel like people are always looking for people who are like rapping and like something that like because music is just like you know Everybody love music. Yeah. I don't know one motherfucker that don't like music, and if you don't like music, killer. you're weird as shit. Definitely a killer. Yeah, so I feel like that is kind of an easy way to, like, get people's attention on to get other things. Because, like, for me, I'm like, you know, it is kind of, for me, personally, it's easier to record because I am friends with the engineer. Yeah. And it's easier for me to record music than it is for me to, right now, to record a short film. And if that could that could get me into film the funding it's just like something and if you that, don't hate exactly and if that can also like get people to listen to black girl brunch so fucking be it yeah and like i like that he said it because like i said i feel like a lot of artists need to or a lot of you know inner you know i guess people like they don't consider themselves artists like entertainers people need to be honest about 
one being an entertainer and not an artist. Just because you do something like that doesn't mean you're an artist. Yeah. Like you need to be because I, I feel like the stuff that I do would be considered entertainment. Like you need to be um outside of like the actual art that I would want to do. But people need to be honest about being entertainers. They need to be honest about their intentions and they need to be okay with okay, my time is kinda over. Like the ship has kind of sailed. Yeah, like like I don't know if as many rappers who could be put in the same bucket as Waka Flocka Flames were as like are are on the same terms. There are some also, people who think they were slighted. You know what I mean? Yeah, they I, think they were like I'm. I would go ahead and say like a Chingy, right? Yeah. Well, he probably. I don't know if Chingy feel this way, but I don't think a person like Chingy has a right to feel sl- uh, slighted. I don't think a young jock has he a was, right to feel slighted. They were great for the moment, and they yeah. also started a movement and music and made they paved the way for people jams. to be greater. Jams yeah. for the rest of it's, like for the and, rest of their lives. And you should be like, I feel like people should be okay with that. Like, I feel like. It's everybody is not going to be legendary. I maybe because like I'm so obsessed with like um like B movie culture and like kitsch stuff and like I love stuff like um like for instance what's like a popular like niche movie like that movie like but I'm a cheerleader like not everybody knows of that movie but it has a fan base and exactly. I feel like it's a cult classic like don't I need lo- to be bring it on exactly and I love stuff like cult classics and I feel like you know I. F- I feel like when people think that they're like slighted and stuff like that because they're not um, um, like Jay Z or something, I think it's a, like kind of disrespectful to the people that do support them because yeah. it's, it's nothing wrong with being like having a niche market. That means like you have your style and you're sticking to it. Like yeah. you are sticking to your guns. You're not changing. You know how you um, um, you are. Like you're just going with your gut and how you feel like. This is how you know my entertainment should be portrayed. Like I feel like when people um like man like I should be the this is like but were you giving what needs to be gave? Yeah, you weren't. You were giving one thing and people <laughs> was fucking with it. But it's different levels to shit, you know. Yeah, and most people are like if you I'm, if we're being honest are just okay at their nine to five jobs, right? Period. Okay and, I love, and I love people like you. Yeah, you're just okay at it, and you meet the marks, and you get your money. I felt it's okay to do the same thing with entertainment. It's okay to be an okay rapper, get a lot of money, and go. Like it's really exactly. fine. Exactly. It's really fine. If I had the energy, I would do some shit like that with like being a musician. But I do not have it in me to give anybody anything. And yeah, that's another thing. I don't even know if I want to do live performances or no, even make any more music videos. You can just have fun. Yeah, some people just literally, some people just want to have fun, and some people click like cling to it. Like I said, like Waka Flocka, he had fucking bangers that yeah, I still I listen really to to this that. day. Yeah. Like he still makes shit that like he can still like, which was one of my goals is to make music and make money while you sleeping. Yeah. Like he has bangers, and he was like, you know what, I'm good at this level. I don't want to experience, like, I don't want to get into other, like, you know, shit. Because, like, sometimes when I see that, I'm like, this is tragic. Like, when people try to, like, I'm trying to think. I think I was listening to somebody recently that was trying to, like. Joe Budden? Was it Joe? Maybe him. And, like, also, um, I forgot who is. Like, also, like, fucking, like, you know, we love her and we always talk about her. But Sierra, like, how she, like, tried to, like, you know, get into, like. I feel like Sierra is is different because she has what it takes to be. No, she has what it takes. And passionate. She has the passion stuff, but it's the wrong lane. It's the wrong lane, yeah. It's definitely the wrong lane, but I really think about, like, a lot of these rappers who really be, like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. I think Mace, right? 
Mace raps were decent for the time, but I really do think Mace was so feel like he was somewhat slighted somehow. And I'm like, Mace, you wasn't even in the game for that long. Like, you exactly. got what you got out of it. That's it. That's it. Or like Master P, he always talk about like how he got what he got from this game. He he turned shit up and out, and he did it his way, and he left. Like that's it. You don't you don't have to stay in the game forever and, and rap for the rest of your life like Jay Z and them like to be a winner. You're a winner with how you conduct yourself and how you know kind of like all right, this is how I feel comfortable like navigating throughout this rap game. Like that's just it. And also like I miss the days when people was okay with being one hit wonders. Oh yeah, I feel like Tanache could have really really had a lot more respect if she uh. Just left that love to get on. I'm sorry. Because after I that. I hate to say it. After that. Or ridiculous. she should have just started modeling, which a lot of these girls need to do. Like, you are beautiful. Period. But and the thing is, I feel like we wouldn't have said this, like spoken out against it, if that I, if we didn't see that comment. Oh, yeah. That she, she said. She said some shit about, like, Northwest. And yeah, I just like, don't like no, when kids pin kids, especially young ladies, like, against each other. Yeah, and, like, you're, first of all, you're an adult. You're big as shit. You're a fucking here, pervert. Up here talking about fucking kids. And I'm like, and, like, try to make it beef. Like, that's weird as shit to me. Just get in the studio, okay? Again, or not. Or, no, or like, but if you're going to do anything, I know you just put something out. But, again, retract that and go back into the studio and do what you need to do since you got so much fucking energy. Okay, it's just like I'm so annoyed with people like her who is just like you just don't see anything she does. Like, can you just stop being invisible? Like, yeah, please? and like to speak up and say something like that, like that's weird as shit. And also, it's like now I'm getting it why you're not going anywhere because your vibe is all wrong. So get it. She together. don't know what her vibe is, and that's the problem. Her, she, like, I'm sorry, you gonna have to do more than put some bantu knots in your hair, wear cool makeup for us to be on board. Like, we are consumers who like. Who can have the pick of the litter when it comes to music? We don't have to listen to that fucking robo shit, robo pop that you're putting out. Like, I'm so tired of every girl thinking if they slow it down, it like, it's just not, no. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so let's get into these breakups and break-ins really quick. Just have one. This kind of was a lie. Um, Everyone thought that Solange and Common were dating, which, again, why would you? Why would they not date, in my opinion? Like, I get it. That's so I was like, they didn't date already? Or like I said, like if Solange was gonna date Common, she might as well have stayed with her husband. You know what I mean? Her husband looked better. He looks husband. I, I would say he looks husbandish. <laughs> he looks uh, better, and also he's quiet. somebody said um, Common stand for community hoe or something like that. Yeah, Common definitely. Uh, I'm sorry, or, I kind of got a little bit against him after him and Angela Rye not working. Like I just again. Yeah, remember we talked about them breaking up. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He, them oh, being yeah. a dipping back and forth. I just really didn't like the fact. I, I I guess I need to grow up. I'm at this point in life where I'm like, if you really love somebody, you do what the fuck you can to keep them. That's just it. Mm-hmm. Like, you do what you can to keep them. I don't imagine being like, you are the perfect person for me. However, you know, th- there's that. Like, I just, I just don't. I really don't get that. So I struggle with understanding how people did it, but also not exactly my business. However, still have a vendetta. But it looks like Angela Rob moved on. Like she posted this picture. She was with somebody else on the red carpet. Ooh. I don't know. Could have been a friend. But I just like to see a woman being like, all right, you're not going to give me what I want. I don't have any time to waste. Mm-hmm. The Sierra model, the Cassie model, just go out and do your thing with somebody else. Because I think I need to see that sometimes. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's get on into the sunken place. You're going down. 
Let's get into bad John. Okay, so <laughs> in the second place, we have the fucking United States for how they've been conducting this coronavirus shit. It's I'm a what's the word? Angry. Let me look. Let me look if I'm using it right. The pandemic. Yeah, I about says panoramic, but that's really not panoramic it. view. Man and man, what's that? That's that panoramic is Sage the Gemini. No, uh, uh, no. Somebody said panoramic room. Man, is it Eminem? Absolutely, I can tell you that right <laughs> now. If if it's that panoramic, that's that's Eminem. Just because that's the way he talks. So he likes to rhyme shit with pan man around it. Like he liked it. <laughs> he loves syllable rapping. Like that's what he Killable, is. Killable, hillable, syllable, hillable, <laughs> That's really him. <laughs> that is hilarious. Kill- oh my g- god. Kibbles and bibbles. <laughs> but um what the fuck is it? <laughs> um the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah. So with this coronavirus, right? I just feel like they just being too fucking willy-nilly with this shit. It is not contained, okay? That's how I feel. And I was reading this, like, lady's post, and, again, it's just Twitter. I don't know how much of it's true, but she was saying how, like, she has been feeling, like, symptoms. She's living in Washington, which has the highest death toll for people with the coronavirus, and I think the highest diagnosis as well. So she's living there. So when she feels a cough, a tickle, and any symptom, she just wants to know, okay, how can I be tested because I work with old people who are more at risk and could die easily if they get this so i don't want them to be impacted by this also don't want to be out of work i just want to know how can i get tested to get the ball rolling to be proactive Mm -hmm. how can i be proactive about some shit that's killing people you know yeah and they were like she said she called like her uh the hotline hotline she was on hold for 40 minutes so she called her doctor she called two Doctors, one said they didn't know about testing. Another one said to call the ER or urgent care. She called both uh, urgent care and the ER. And then they were like, you know, pretty much uh, we don't have the test. And I'm just like, or the test is only going to be given to people who have been to China. However, we all know that at first, the first person in the U.S. to get the coronavirus had been to China. The second person to get the coronavirus or like the next bout of people were people who knew people who went to China. Then the third bout, this is the scariest bout, is when you like, okay, you have a coronavirus. Who the fuck do you know or did you ever? And they're like, neither. So that means it has spread, you know? And I'm just feeling like, why are we not being proactive? I feel like people at these companies or organizations are making executive decisions encouraging their people to like work from home and everything else. Meanwhile, the government don't even know about testing and stuff. And they were saying that like in the United States, like out of all the people in the world, like our testing is just so behind. Like it should be no reason why you call your fucking doctor or call like urgent care and they just don't have shit together. Yeah, because this has been around before. It's been around since December. It's been around since December. I'm sorry. When shit happened in somewhere like China, a major international hub, it's a chance everybody on every continent are going in and out of China because of, you know, the big, the big, it's a big business world. So you should know when something affects China, the the chances of it that's affects, why affecting I can't the rest a, of the world are crazy. That's why I can't get a new iPhone from Sprint. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I'm, oh, I'm just fuck. saying. No, oh, I'm, no. No, I literally was just. No, I know what you mean. I was just saying because this, um, that's where, you know. They're holding up production. Yeah, yeah they're holding up production. But the same thing happened to me. I went to Verizon to get my phone first, and they were like, we're not going to have it until like sometime in March. Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah, it's fucked. It's a bad joint. I just feel like people are so irresponsible. And I'm just like, isn't it a shame that all of us could die because other people just don't set guidelines? Also, yeah, why the... F- I saw this post. I forgot it was verbatim. And it was like, people with the flu. And it was like, you know, I'm tired. I'm just going to lay. I'm going to sit in the house. And I said, people with coronavirus. I want to explore the world. Yeah. I want to visit this place. I want to go. And it's just like, yeah, why aren't y'all motherfuckers sitting down? Uh, yeah, because I had the flu and... Um, Fucking December, and that bitch was nothing to play with. I was, like, getting winded from going to the bathroom. I don't know what, I, I don't think it was, I definitely didn't have the flu, but I had, like, lost my, I lost my voice, remember? Mm-hmm. And I got sent home. They was like, you could go home. Bro, I'm getting sick as we speak. Like, I'm getting sick as we speak, and of course, I think it's the coronavirus. Bitch, I fucking Because I went to New York today. It's not going to happen. And I was face. in the convention center. Not gonna have an issue. You don't know who okay. I know that went to China. Okay. So that's what my problem is. Because okay. I also met some you people. From, I met some mind. people from the UK last week, and I was okay. like, "Oh my god, were they like in an airport? Like, oh, well, I just don't like the thing. That's okay. why I don't like hearing about no diseases or sickness because I always start getting symptoms that mirror what I read online. Because also, you make yourself sick. So I can't make so this. Often. How I would make my nose uh uh runny? The fuck? I look like a magician. I did not see your nose running. What the fuck you got? See my nose running? I'm not a four-year-old. Yvonne, you don't have fucking coronavirus. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying I feel like I do. And I wouldn't don't feel like... Don't say you feel like you have fucking coronavirus. <laughs> I told say... you I said there earlier. I was at a convention and I said, I think I got coronavirus. <laughs> I looked up and I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said I think I have it. I'm just scared. That... Yeah, dude, you can't say stuff like that. Yeah, and it's too soon. It's happening now. But the thing is, I wasn't saying it as a joke. I was I really know, talking about how don't I feel. Say, that's, that's a thought that you keep, in your, you keep quiet. They probably fucking got it, and that's the problem. Okay. They're keeping quiet, okay, and they need so to Iman, go to— Iman has coronavirus. Okay. Go stay inside somewhere, like I wanted to do today. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, oh. if I call on a work tomorrow, do what? You know, then everybody are like, oh, you're fired. But I'm like, but what the fuck are you doing to protect me, you know? Oh, my God. She does this. But that's why I don't really fucking play with the diseases and stuff because I really, it consumes me. And, like, one of my students is like me where we go down rabbit holes. And so somebody said the second case of corona. It was, of course, the second case was confirmed while we were in New York City. And I saw it in his eyes that he wasn't going to leave it alone for the rest of the trip. And I'm like, I can't be mad because I'm the same way. It's just you can't control what you're afraid of. And I'm so afraid of the end of the world being a disease. Because it's just like, you. it takes you so long, like on a walking day, it takes you so long to realize how, how you can become a walker. Like, you got to navigate and possibly get fucked Jesus in the meantime. Christ. And I and also, I do sympathize for all the people who have it right now and who have passed away from it. This is a big deal. It people is. are dying from a, from, from a flu in 2020. But you know what? I can't judge you too harshly because this is how I felt about Ebola. I was on my fucking... See, I really did feel like Ebola was not going to happen to me. I don't know why. Child. But the, I think... Well, also, because I took the... Bu- I, I take public transportation. Also, I feel like that part of Africa, like, you don't know... To, like, a lot of people was in Liberia and places like that. I feel like the unfortunate part was that it was happening to people there. Nobody really was responding right away. And it was a few cases in New York from, like, I don't know, Peace Corps people probably. But, like, <laughs> here, China, everybody goes there. Yeah. And everybody knows somebody who's going there. Like, I can tell you right now, and I know somebody who's, who's going to China within the last calendar year. We are going to get through this. Hopefully. Um, so... <laughs> 
Also, another people um, group of people we want to put in the sunken place, just really quick, we're not going to spend too much time on them because they're going to be dumb for the rest of their lives, is ugly-ass rappers who really, like, get a little bit of money, and they start talking about women like they're absolute, like, or they're trash. Like, yeah, they're like, I don't have no feelings. Like, I, I never loved the bitch. I never loved the bitch day in my life. I never loved, I never loved who? All, all I know is money. All uh, I know is uh, money, Lord, see. All, I know, I know, I know little bitch. The only bitch I love is my fattest mom, you know? Mm. I only love my fattest mom and sister, that's it. But honestly, she pushing it. I yeah. love my mother. I barely love my mother. I just think I'm supposed to say it. But I definitely hate my baby mom, most of all. I'm the like, bitch that I fucking courted for three years. <laughs> now I hate her. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, Bad this really drama. comes um, in wake of fucking little baby rabbit. He just look rabbit, like a rabbit dog to me. Yeah. He, you know, unkept. He looks unkept. And he looks like if he were kept in a cage, I would be like, all right, before I question why you're doing it, <laughs> I feel like you got a good reason. Like I don't know, like because I you see a human in the cage. Honestly, the first he, thing you do is call the cops. See him in the cage. I go, all right. So what's the what's what's the deal? What's, no, what's the deal? Because I feel like they're gonna be like, if he gets out, he's gonna fucking bite everybody down. <laughs> to nubs. So if if you unlock the fucking cage, just understand you're dying. So that's how I feel like if I saw him in a fucking fence a yard, I'd be like, mm, something tells me to mind my business. Honestly, you know? I'll probably let a rabbit pit bull go before him. Yeah, like or a fox or something. I'm really afraid of foxes as well. But like I feel like if I seen him, I'll be looking at him. I'm like, I know you look like a human, but I know you aren't. I know it in my heart you aren't. So for him to have this fine ass young lady that he procreated Stunning. with. She's really beautiful. And she may be a bird, that's true. But she is she looks better. Protect than him. birds at all costs. Birds don't deserve that, you know? So, you know, he says something like he never loved in his life. And people are commenting like, oh, what this mean? And she's like, you saw what he said. Like, but I'm like, that's hurtful as fuck. And we all know if our man or our ex or our baby dad who we thought we were in love with said that they pretty much never loved the bitch. That's Child, that's meant to be I'm swallowing socks. <laughs> Some Hanes socks. Bro, my nigga say he ain't never been in love before. My whole thing is sometimes you act crazy when you get upset. <laughs> but my whole pretend you don't exist game is going to be on 100. Because you you ugly as shit. Like, my thing is, like, getting played by ugly people and broke people hit different. But like, also, it just do. Because you like, I really, I really thought that I had it. I, I got it this but time. But sometimes you. when you be loving niggas' personality, like, it just... Why personality? Like, she don't love him for his personality. And I guess that's that's the problem, too, is that these girls don't be loving these niggas at all. Like, they don't. And I'm like, they be mess, a mess... Everybody don't know nobody love each other, but I think the difference, unfortunately, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a real hotep here. I do think that women we start to love and be loyal yep, to people. We do, no we matter do. how they look, because it's, it's happened to me. Personality trash. <laughs> We taking care of them. Next thing you know, we getting sported. Niggas starting writing songs. We started out a close friend, all that shit. <laughs> so you really start buying it. Next thing you know, you sitting up there with the IE ass face because he's sitting <laughs> in an interview talking about how he don't like nobody. And it's just like, oh. That is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Like, And the thing is, like, I'm not going to say it would be less embarrassing if Davies said it. But at the end of the day, I, I would be okay with but crying also, about like, Davies. <laughs> like, I'm not okay with crying about a nigga that looks like, like some shit I stepped on. It's definitely no shame in her. It's not no shame in her. It's not. I, but it's, I, I would be sad regardless. Yeah, I would definitely be sad. I would be sad. And then that NBA young boy shit, 
the fuck did he say? He's, oh my god! I don't. He said something about thing is, thing, nobody's going to be able to. I don't even know if I want to talk about him to be honest. Well, he oh, yeah, he do look because I feel like when we open the door to leave here, he's gonna be out there. <laughs> he gonna like stupid ass hoe talking about me. <laughs> my ass hoe, dumb ass bitch. Um, he like you fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You lusty like, bitch. Fuck out here. I don't know why nigga wants you, bitch. Have you said bitch? <laughs> fuck out here. Blow your fucking head off, bitch. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, police is here. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. <laughs> I'm calling the cops on his ass on site. I don't care if I go to a festival and he on stage. I'm like calling the cops because he shouldn't be there. Um, That's all I got to say. He's scary as fuck. His energy's he, chaotic. So he remind me of the little boy with silver teeth that just punched me in my face for no reason. <laughs> It really, I really was in a car for, with this boy. Like, we was in his mom's car. And we just was like, um, like, just kids. And then he just stared at me and then punched me clean in my face, right in the kisser. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was caught off guard. Again, like, sir, we got to normalize putting humans in cages just based on <laughs> and how they make you feel. he definitely should have been. In, like, after he punched me in the face, he just stared at me and then he got off the guard. Like, nothing. Mm, and you know what? I hope, I'm going to ask my mom where he at. Hopefully in jail. Under hopefully, the jail. Hopefully he got the help that he needed. I don't like, think it was is, no rehab in him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder, like, could little baby have been different if he were born in, like, I don't know, the fucking, <laughs> like, the people houses from, um, what's it called, uh, Bel Air. What's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? If he grew up with the banks, like, could he have been different? Or is that just a strand of, like, DNA where you are just half rabbit? Like, you're just a rabbit human. Oh. I don't know. I feel like that's stuck. But also, it's weird to me. Um, okay, I know I'm spending a lot of time talking about the way little baby looks, but I am really like I just don't understand where you get off, like acting that way towards Niggas anybody, so... but especially not you're unconventional. Like it's just I don't. I feel like niggas be so angry about their life and stuff like that, and their hearts be so hardened, and they be like, it's nothing but, it's no love here, it's the streets. Like, they just be, like, saying anything. And sometimes, the thing is, I feel like they probably do be in love, but they don't know how to show it. Yeah, or, don't even they, or they try the to hurt the girl. They had an argument or something like that. Yeah, or they you just think try that to gonna live forever. Or they the try to hurt hurt them before they hurt Hurt her before she hurt them. But grow up. Like, you got yeah. all this money for change. You can't get no money for a therapist. Also, feel like you know how but some... that's gay, remember? Yeah, sorry, my bad. You ever um thought about how, like, some dogs look like humans? Yeah. And some humans look like, like animals. Mm-hmm. Not dogs, just animals. Like, you I would know. say, like, a sea urchin or something you like that. Know. But, like, some, some humans, you can look at them and be like, hmm. Maybe, like, something switched. But you were definitely not... Suppo- like, I don't know, like... Animorph. There we go. And that's that. There we go. Okay. We're going to move on into common senses. And honestly, I don't even know why we decided that this was a great topic. Because it's because before when we first was starting about this topic, I was kind of energized. Yeah, and, and mine was revved up. I was like, revved. let's talk about it. <laughs> I was like Nancy Grace when it's time to talk about, like, fucking thugs. She loves it. She gets so excited. when it's I was just about. like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, but then I wore myself down with another <laughs> conversation. But you know what? We committed to it, so <laughs> let's get going. Uh, so this we dating did, in twenty twenty, y'all. Yeah, there we go. That's right, ladies. <laughs> dating in twenty twenty. It's like on a sitcom where everybody, but ooh, you a gap. We're going there. 
We're going there. Last night, my mom was watching Atlanta Housewives. <laughs> Bro, Sabrina's just, toes just knocked over the trash can, which they shouldn't have been on top of the trash can to begin with. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, you I know, you need to keep those bad boys still. You always moving. I really just came out of my shoes. My feet was hot. They've been very distracted in this entire show. All I've been seeing is your toes, like, moving around. And I'm like. My feet was so hot. I'm looking at my feet, and I'm looking at Eric's feet. And I'm like, we both our toes are tucked. Yours are unhinged. My feet, like, I have to, like, I cannot sit in a home or anywhere without, I t- remove an article of clothing or something. Oh, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wig counts and a wig is, wig is clothing. <laughs> it's pretty much um, I have on two a, hats a right more now. functional hat, yes. So, and you know, remind me of the time when this dog started barking at me when I worked at Nordstrom, and the lady was like, that's so weird. He only barks at people wearing hats. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he ain't wrong. I said, fuck you. But anyway, um, yeah. Dating in 20. <laughs> but yeah, dating in 2020, it is a doozy, woozy, snoozy, koozy. Because you could be like, it could literally be like, we started at a close friend. And then the next day you be like, hey, where are you? Yeah, it's just like, that shit be making me feel like a fucking, I don't use this word, a simp. <laughs> it be making me feel like, damn, I'm really a grandma bitch out here. Like, I really expect things to be like, let's wait a while. Yeah, also, like, the communication people. be off. Like, first of all, everybody, people that know me know I'm not really a heavy talker on the phone. I Actually, am. I don't. Um, but people don't be making any attempts to do, like, we are we going to text each other until one of us dies? Like, I feel like that's what it that's is. That's what it is. It's, like, so scary to me. How any grown-up can think that texting replaces talking or talking on FaceTime replaces quality time. Now, yeah. it's different if you live long distance. You got to work work with what you have mm-hmm. until you can get what you want. But I'll be talking to guys who literally live 10 minutes away from me. And they be texting you to death. It, they'll either text you to death or they'll text you like every other hour and be like, so hey boo, I'm like no, this isn't going let's anywhere. Talk, let's Her, have a concrete conversation. It's to the point where I tell people, and I know I sound like a bitch. I'm like, hey, listen, if you cannot text me consistently, can you stop texting me? <laughs> like I know that sounds crazy, and it might be. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> Eric just confirmed it is very bitchy. But so what am I supposed to do? Be a dumb dumb like you and be like, hey, oh at work. Hey. Oh my at God. Work. I hate hey, that. Hey. At the gym. Hey. Fell asleep. My bed. Hey. Like, yo, you, we miss all these mundane ass. I don't care, bro. I know you at work. It's 3 30 on a, <laughs> I mean, it's 2 30 on a Wednesday. Like, you, yeah, you at work. I mean, unless we you work at work. retail, you might have your day off. But guess what? You probably at work still. True. Me. And guess what? If you're home on your couch at 2.30, <laughs> that's not going to help me knowing if we are compatible or not. Where exactly. you are right now does not matter. Those shits should just be um, <laughs> gateways into, like, heavier conversations. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm really running into this wall where every man I meet from the age of my age to their late 30s want to text okay. you to death. And even something worse. I'm the gay one. And even I bitches do this to me too. Wow. I was talking to this girl. First of all, y'all fucking lied to me. Y'all told me that lesbians be cuffing. Mm. I am out here cold. <laughs> so 
Um, I was you under know, the sis. pretense that I was gonna be married after like we, you know, texting me. Up I, know, or I thought I was gonna be at your unconventional as in a wedding. Y'all both be Period. wearing dresses. I'd be on the side wearing a suit. <laughs> Did not happen. Not anyway, yet. Yeah, I was like talking to this. First of all, she asked me for my number. I'm like, okay, we talking and like she like like actually having we having a good conversation. I'm like, oh shit. And like I had took a while to like text her back because I I was doing something, and then I finally text her back. And then she like said one thing to me like I guess like she asked me like was I eating or something what 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 I was eating for dinner and I told her she's like oh that sounds good crickets oh my god it's just bro. like where it's like what? where my intellectuals at that's how I feel exactly like and then it's the same like it's just I feel like just this like I hate to say it, I hope it don't sound ridiculous oh, it's just generation, this bro. generation like y'all it's fucking this generation. Suck. no we didn't it, we, our conversation our conversations. It's not exactly like the conversation just stopped. I didn't even get to like be. And first of all, like, um, I mean, I have no problem, even though like I'm like, I guess would be the feminine one. I have no problem. Like, hey, let's go out, whatever. But she just didn't make it seem like it was like, you know, on, less, her, on, their, on their mind at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. And like I have talked to a, a, a like a bunch of girls that were like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck is the same thing with like guys, girls. Uh, older ladies, ladies. It's just like everybody. It don't, and matter. Like, it don't matter. Like people just the conversation be stopping, and I'm just like, all right, like not to pipe myself. I'm like, I know somebody gotta be interested in me, and like, I mean, sometimes even the people, even the niggas that I don't be interested in like that, and they still be trying to have a conversation. They conversation still be dry. Like, like, hey, every day exactly now you like, consistent. I I know every morning I'm gonna get a hey pretty. I'm gonna get a hey beautiful. I'm gonna get a hey, How's your hey, day? hey queen. How did you sleep? Every morning, I know I'm gonna get it, but that I literally slept like does, shit. <laughs> that don't mean anything to me, bro. Because my whole thing is, I tell people like I'm not really looking for a pen pal. So you really do got about a week to like be planning this first date before you that, are fucking it eliminated. And it don't now, have to be are, extravagant. It don't have to be like most of the times. I actually suggest like go to a coffee shop in the summertime, walk your ice cream because I don't like to sit down and have dinner with people I don't know if I like. Like, I don't know if I like you like that. And I'm sitting up here trapped across. Like, one time I was with a date so bad. Like, this guy was talk- defending R. Kelly and stuff. I was so happy that we just got a casual drink. Well, you know why? Because it was just enough for me to say, mm, drink's done, and all of a sudden I got to go somewhere. But you in the middle of eating your apps, and somebody say something crazy, not to say that, like, it can't ever happen, but at least if you kind of vet a little bit more with, like, kind of simple dates, by the time you get to stuff like that, I feel more comfortable. Like, that is yeah. just something I feel more comfortable. I don't want to do nothing where I feel locked in with you. Mm-hmm. But, like, it really bothers me when people are super consistent because, like, I was telling this one person I was dating, like, listen, I, you know, I really like them. They was cool, but I'm like, I don't want, I want any of this texting shit we doing is not real, okay? The only thing that's real is phone conversations because there's some voice there and there's some, um, and, uh, seeing, seeing you in person. Mm-hmm. And they, huh? It's interactive. Yeah, I like and they, to be they around were like, somebody. They were like, I don't really do the, phone and i'm like how are you a grown-ass man but don't talk to the people you dealing with on the phone do you know how many people i've run into and i just feel like that is so stupid like how do you not talk on the phone yeah and the thing is the people I, that you're dating and i'm not going to schedule a time to call you i'm gonna call you when i feel like talking to you vice versa because that's if i feel like talking to you as long as you ain't at work what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call you eric if i feel like calling, i'm gonna just call him like that it don't have to be this big of a deal and it's just like i, I know people 
people in their relationships, it's just not a big of a deal. You call and you talk to them. And yeah, no, and like even like I have not in a long ass actually like in the past like two years I have not had somebody be like, hey, like you want to talk on the phone or like hey, like it's always like me like initiating something mm-hmm. or like they make it seem they make me feel like I. I'm, like, kind of, I don't want to say scared, but, like, kind of nervous to ask them, hey, you want to talk on the phone? Because I don't feel like that weird shit. And, like, I am, like I said, I'm not a really talky on the phone person, but I will, like, you know, make an exception. That's her huge. Or if we do it and it's like, okay, checkmate, I did it, bye. Like, no, this is like dummy. This is consistent maintenance to a relationship. It's not it's not something you do to make me happy and that's it. And like today, okay, I was talking to this guy and I'm be honest, like, very fine, very fine young man. So I gave him more line than I would typically give people. I've been talking to him for like two weeks, but it's so random. Like I don't know. Every time it's so random to the point where I've oh shit, we still talking? I thought you was like that's how it, that's how it is with um this guy. Well, you know who it is. Um, but this boy that like I like one of my old old hoes and like we're like friends now. Like he'll like be like literally he'll text me be like you don't love me no more like we um you never reach out like st- 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 for real these niggas is hoes. these niggas is hoes they ain't acting um he like you oh my gosh like nah he don't say oh my gosh but yes he, he do he oh yeah he be like you don't reach out to me no more I'll start talking to him then he disappear like and it'll be like so gapped out how we talk and we like was and I understand like you know he works all the time. And he works in a bro. You work all a, the time. No, I, I'm. I'm say I'm not done. He and he works in a different state. But the thing is, fuck out of here. Supposed is Jersey, but like not a different state really. It's really not. But I was gonna say, just because you do that, don't mean you cannot not make time. And say Jersey and niggas. Jersey's downtown. It it literally is. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. But niggas will use that as an excuse, you know? And they be full of shit. And be full of shit. And I'm like, you, like, what is the point? Like, why are you bothering me? Yeah, like, why are you bothering me if you know you don't want me? Because, like, I really am okay with you going away. I'm not attached to you. I don't really know you like that. So, yeah, and that's what it, I know that's what you're doing. I know that's what you're doing. So, for me, like, when I'm talking to somebody and, like, all right, it's been a course of two weeks and it's just spotty-ass communication, but it's going to be one day where I'm like, bro, this ain't it. Like, I don't want to engage with you anymore. And I'm not going to do the same shit you do to me, which is, all right, you text me, uh, and instead of me saying what I have to say, I just disappear. Instead, mm-hmm. I, like, was like, hey, yo, I'll be honest with you. This, like, spotty communication is actually quite irritating to me. So if you can't commit to a conversation, then we don't have to talk at all. And he was like, hey, like, you know, we just started talking. I'm like, what did you expect to happen when I gave you my number? Like, did you expect to just check in? You just checking on me? Because that's fine. I do appreciate that. Or are you trying to get to know me? Because if you're trying to get to know me, that will require more than once a week check-ins. Mm-hmm. And I am, like, a passionate person. I'm making peace with this. I don't know love unless love is borderline obsession. Do I have to work on that? Maybe. 
But at the end of the day, that's the type of part. That's my love language. Like, I am passionate. I'm obsessive. I want to, like, even in my relationship with you, like, I talk to you every day. Yeah. That's just the expectation that we've built without no one having to enforce it. So I'm like, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I feel like everything, you have to force it. You, it's yeah, all shaking somebody fucking chain. You should want to talk to me every day. So my whole thing now is, like, if you if you don't do what I ask you to do, I'm literally just going to stop talking to you because I'm not going to keep bitching about the same problem like I'm just not going to and then another issue that I'm having like dating in 2020 and we're going to get to some pros we're not going to just complain a bitch all day if we can find some pros but one thing I really really hate is like how how I feel like a lot of these guys just be trying to hint that they want to go out versus just fucking asking and like, I just kind of miss like sometimes like I don't miss like sexism being as extreme as it was but I miss like when like for me, gender roles were just a little bit more set. And people didn't, they weren't bitches. Like, this guy was like, yeah, so I'll be free tomorrow, but I don't know. And I was like, okay, cool. Because I know right now you're trying to get me to say <laughs> I'm going to be free too. But like, I don't know for sure if that's what you're trying to get me to do. I just think, honestly, that's what you're trying to get me to do. So what I'm going to be like, oh, I'm free too. Like, bro, if you want to take me on a date, like, ask me on a date. Like, that's romantic. That's sexy. It's, like, nice. You snuck here being like, yeah, I just ate at this really, really nice restaurant. Would love to go back. Think they have vegan options. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, come on with the crumbs. Come on with the crumbs. Like, give me some more. Give me some more. real dumb. And want to know why? Because I've been on dates with real niggas. And all I got to say is, you know what? I really like that restaurant, Two Fruits. And they be like, all right, we out. So, you know, on one hand, you got a guy where all you got to do is say what you want or what you like without it, it, it I'm not guiding the conversation to be like oh can you take me here can you take me there I'm just telling you this is my favorite restaurant and then you go all right we out which day you free that is such a turn on like that is perfect but you got nigga <laughs> shy as shit pigeon toe <laughs> being like mm, like I don't know I was thinking about going to get some like some some tea tomorrow Ooh, go get do you, it do you like tea go get it and you like tea like, I don't got time for this awkward shit you 35 years old and then a lot of y'all be having kids so you're not that awkward <laughs> yeah. so it was like you was doing something with somebody so it's like now don't get awkward like you a grown up you are a grown up and I'm tired of carrying the weight for the grown ups and the relationship like I'm tired of being the only grown up like that's that's what I think the real issue is (laughs) like you're not gonna tell me that you being a man makes you not be a grown up because I have friends who are grown ass men and do what they gotta do they do and like honestly it be the ones that are quote unquote educated and quote unquote successful by society standards. The guy who is the engineer, you niggas who, are who is the web developer, the guy who is the fucking um in med school. I feel like a lot of times they be so bitchy where the hood nigga be like, "Are right, we out?" Period. <laughs> I just say it open on everything. The hood nigga be like, "I'm gonna pick you up right now." Yep. Are you okay with that? And it's so hard because it's like, all right, on one end, you definitely remember those strong family structures we talked about. A lot of times you feel like you can only get that with somebody who's like career focused and, you know, a little oh, bit more woke. And to move weight. But then again, like, I'm just like, I'm the type of person where quality time means so much to me. It don't even matter where me we too. at. Me too. And like, I it just don't like matter. to sit in silence with people sometimes. I love car dates. That's my favorite thing. Are you going to do something? I will come with you. Just normalize and shit like that. Go to how the are fucking we gonna work market. Up, how are we going to work up to possibly living and procreating together when we don't even spend time I feel like this together. generation, everybody just want to fuck. That's not, oh my God. Another thing. Fuck, we'll be talking, <laughs> we'll be talking and a guy will be like, 
it'll be a conversation about politics, Black Lives Matter. They be like, you looking kind of thick. You like, whoa, wait, what? Like, you know what else matters? This dick. You like, mm, how do we get here? Like that, in, in my mind, I feel like you can't be sane if you can jump from one conversation to the next just like that. Because like, I don't want to hold men to these low expectations where they can't focus, they can't keep their their minds one track. Like, I we know men who can, and when you we share, do? Eric, Roger, oh, I know men who got feelings. My cousins aren't like that. Oh, like, they, they really not. No. And, like, I hang out with a lot of boys. <laughs> so I'm just like, I hang out with a lot of grown-ass men it's who so don't act like that. It's so easy to demonize men. That's, I have to bring it back to the men that I am not attracted to and be like, look at how they treat their partner and look at how they treat the women in their life and look at how they talk and look at what's the priority. It's not sex, 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 sex. Like, I feel like that's so weak. That's so crazy. That's very weak when... As a man, you just can't control yourself. Uh-huh. Eric think that it, uh, it could start where they think they only want sex and then um, they want something else. So what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Just feel used and then hope you come around? Shut it. <clears throat> um, no, the judgment is that you'll be out the door because I'm not playing with these bitches at all. Especially because now that I know I'm attractive, I'm like, oh, y'all done fucked up. Because I know I could just go get somebody else, like, directly after you. So it's like, I don't have to wait around for you to come on board. But my problem is that I just feel like it's sad because I don't think, I think these guys just don't know how to get it right. They just don't know how to these get it right. These niggers are bitches. So those are the kinds of dating, like, in 2020. I do think some of the pros are that I am meeting men who know how to name things in a way that like some guys haven't like I know guys guys are talking to me about like toxic masculinity and their trauma in their past relationships and that is kind of good I feel like I have been meeting some guys who are big big on like hey what are you comfortable with are you like they don't make assumptions that you are comfortable with a lot of things that were harmful in the past that's the reverse side of gender roles being less like fluid um, but I honestly want to hop back to a con really quick. I feel like because both <laughs> hop back, yeah, I'm gonna go back to a con. Get I feel, into it. I feel like because both men and women are like working right now. I don't know where to land. Like, what what are we doing here? Like, are I know what I want, but I don't know what you expect, and I don't want to ruin a relationship by seeming selfish. You know, man, I'm about to go back to the streets. Yeah, I never really left the streets, and I don't think I ever will. True. If we're being quite frank. I'm definitely locked in. You got any pros, Sabria? Any pros? Yeah, about dating in 2020. The only pros I see is that now I know what I definitely don't want to put up with. There we go. Because, child, my rules, I'm like, I remember it was, um this post was like, you uh when you cheat once and then she don't uh take you back, you be like, damn, you strict as shit. <laughs> That's how I feel. No, I'm like, the, I know I'm strict. I be a rule my Yeah, I'm about to say no, you way stricter. You I don't I don't really strict. understand what about anything I say isn't common sense and dating. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you you gotta talk to me. Oh shit. <laughs> And they make me feel crazy as shit because I'd be like, wait, am I asking for too much? Oh, my God. You talking about my titties on this first date? No, not acceptable. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely You not. asking me to sex you when I don't know you. Hmm. 
Like, why would I do this and that's, shit? That's and then as soon as I do it, everybody gonna be looking at me like, damn, you dumb as shit. You settle? Like, that's crazy. You, I didn't think you was the type to settle. It's like, yeah, neither did I. But here I was testing the waters. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm done with it, too. Because, like, I had a situation where I was constantly sexing somebody. And they made it seem like, <laughs> and they made it seem like they, like, was liking me on some other stuff. And then out of nowhere, then they going, fuck. First of all, this is such a bitch thing to do. Fucking tweet. About liking somebody else. And I'm like, what the fuck are you, 15? Yeah. And I'm like, why ain't you ask that bitch for titty pics? Oh, my God. Because you like her so much. Yeah, the thing is, and that's my biggest thing. It's like, will you treat me like this when you like me? Like, if you like me, won't you be patient? I really feel like a lot of men just want sex. They do. And and also, like, I'm a bitch for not wanting to submit to your desires. Who the fuck are you? Like, I'm not going, I don't, I'm my own ass individual. Like, I need to meet my needs first. And if your needs don't align with mine, I'm not doing anything to you by saying, leave me alone. I feel like men think that when you withhold sex, you are doing something to them. Mm -hmm. It's like, how dare you not give me that? Like, no, this is, it's mine. That's how I feel. Or like, Honestly, if you start feeling like sex is yours and mine's, then it's all wrong. Because sex should really feel like ours. I shouldn't feel like I'm giving anything to you. You shouldn't feel like you're taking anything from me. It should feel like we're giving something to each other and experience. You niggas something. don't want to play in a team. Oh, I'm about to say, you you niggas don't want to play, play in a you-know-what. I'm about to say, wow. No, they like, do want to play in it. That's a problem. No, <laughs> that it's like it's not teamwork. It's definitely not teamwork. And also, it's dehumanizing. It just goes to kind of give me a glimpse of what you think. Like, even with me being probably smarter than you and more successful than you, you still think I'm dumb enough to let you come in my life and just Exactly. You do just want to pull it out and just nut. Like, who am I? Like, I'm not no fucking container for you to do or sex toy. Like, I'm a human being. Get a fucking flashlight, you fucking goober. Yeah. So. That's true. true. Eric's. Eric said porn ruined everything. Um, And that's true because, like, they really think that that's what women want is to be just, like, you feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you getting into a whole other level with it. Talking to Mike, bro. I was just telling uh, Iman that I recently watched a documentary about how porn is ruining men. I mean, it's nothing new, but... No, but it's getting worse. The yeah. accessibility. Like, remember back in the day for porn, you would have to, like, get it in a magazine. Right. And it would be it would be real dirty, right? It would be... The magazine would be under, like, a wooden plank in your attic. But yeah. nowadays, all you got to do is go on Twitter and look at certain people's likes. <laughs> and then yeah, there most, it is. Yeah, most men are, like, desensitized to the whole... Like sex, like the engaging in a sexual relationship, they think that comes before built like building an interpersonal relationship with somebody, and like that's just like not a good building block for like in <laughs> no. long term relationship. I, 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 I think you're right. I think they feel like they got to be bought into the relationship via sex. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, sex has consequences. Like, it's not just something where it's just not it's not just a pleasure system. Really, it's a reproductive system, first and foremost, for most of us. First, second of all, it there are some like safety things that we have to worry about. Like, you don't know me. You don't know if I'm a clean person. You don't know if I try to get tested. You don't know if I'm malicious. Like, I could be trying to just 
self-destruct in whatever way. Right. And like, this is going to sound really hotep, but you don't know my energy. And you're sitting up here consuming me. And like, it could really be terrible for you. You walk away like, yo, I just slept with somebody and their energy is rotten. And now I feel rotten too. So it's just like, nobody is really thinking about that shit. Like at all. It's to the point where, as I don't have nothing wrong with being a hoe, right? But I just, I don't got it in me right now anymore because I'm just so disgusted by who people are mentally where I'm like, I don't want to consume you in that. Like, I just don't want to consume you. Like if I think you're dumb, this is all going to be good for maybe during and then after it's going to be, I'm going to sit there on the edge of the bed and be like, all right, I'm going to head out. Like you passed my shoe. Like it's just really not Awkward. where I want to be. It's not where I want to be. <laughs> so it's hard when you're actually looking for like a real relationship and then you're trying not to take the past trauma and put it on a yeah. new person when you keep meeting people time after time and time and time and time, like by the numbers who sucked more than you met people who were really great. And it's just like, is it me? Like, am I attracting this or is it everybody? Me? Everybody. Me and Sabrina? Everybody. Like, sometimes it's seen that way. Because like everybody be having these niggas that be flying them out to fucking Mexico and stuff. And we be like, oh, don't I, I just... <laughs> I'm like, don't I deserve? God damn. But um, anyway, I think that sums it up for this week's episode. And it, we just wanted to really, honestly, we just wanted to complain, which is, um, I think, has a lot to do with the fact that I've been off social media. So I've been holding on a lot of complaints. I was like, I just feed you, I just fed off your energy. I was cool, but I just fed off your energy. <laughs> Damn. I always do that. I'd be like, what Iman rubbed or up about? Vice What's versa. Up? Vice versa. I might like, whatever you 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 mad about, I can definitely find the energy to be upset as well. Yeah. Like, cause usually I agree. Um, but yeah, I think I that agree. I think if I could take one thing away and like focus on myself, it would be the fact that I need to stop attracting some of the same. But it's crazy that then, how are you in control of? Who but you I think I'm in control of who I allow things to go further with because of oh, a certain true. energy. Like yeah. for example, if a guy is like super duper playful and I, I like like not like play arguing, but I like that big and carry dynamic. Sue me for liking a little playfulness in a relationship. But the wires could cross, and sometimes that mm-hmm. playful arguing can really <laughs> feel great, and it's just not great. And you should mm-hmm. you, your partner should be like your piece. And sometimes I don't be, I don't really be buying it. Like I just be out here, mm-hmm. like I hate you, Jody, and that's crazy. <laughs> Bad John. Yeah, cause you be playing with niggas, and next thing you know, you I like, personally, I, I personally need to stop being so nice. Yeah, I think both I, of the us, people I be giving chances. I don't mean to back you up on it, but I fucking agree. The people I get a chance at, y'all be like, Sabria, good God. I be looking at the nigga Sabria. I be like, Sabria, you better than this nigga times 12,000. But I think it's because it comes from that like ice cube, cube, cocoa the dynamic that you want in a relationship. Like, <laughs> you just want to be the hot girl next to the, the slouch. <laughs> I'm just like. But now it's over. I'm back to pretty niggas. Period. Because I'm, say what you want. But the niggas that I was like on their dick, they look good and they still yeah. look good and they're looking gooder. <laughs> That's the problem. And I hate it. Yeah. If you look, if you look through the past, it's beautiful. I'm talking about the niggas that I was like meeting moms and shit. Yeah. I can honestly say go back to that. I do need to go back. At least that style of physical like look, like you don't have to go back to that brain <laughs> limit brain limitation. No, but, but to go back to that, I get it. Yeah, go back to Let's that style. Go back, back to the beginning. But all right, guys, it is twelve oh one, and Sabrina and I both have to wake up. A one. 
It's too. very fucking early. It's gonna so. diddly do. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, um, especially on episodes like this where we just kind of like tired but pushing through. We appreciate it. Somebody said today on Twitter that there's not one episode where they felt like we should have kept to ourselves, and that's really great to hear. Wow, that's really sweet. Because sometimes I do wonder, like, is my energy coming through to the point where this is entertaining? Because if that's the case, we really need to keep to ourselves because nobody's forcing us to do this. Take that. We're not going to do our best. We should do it. So thank you guys so much. Um, remember to leave a review to let us know how much you love it. Give us five stars. Apple Podcasts. Listen to us, you know, all over. Tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. Email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Check it. You, you can hit me up on Instagram at imamate and follow me on Twitter at it's mate and Sabria. At Frankenfilm underscore on Twitter and it's Frankenfilm on Instagram. All right, that's all. Bye. Peace.